2: It's hour 3 of the g bag Nation on 1053. The Fan Hope you're having a fantastic day. Thanks for making us part of it. The truckwreck.com fan text is open and if you would like to participate, we want to hear from you. What moment is most burned in your memory? I think we have a candidate now for the one that that might be most famous for how uh you know this uh th- this game is remembered. Maybe it's the Dak interception right before halftime that was a big swing. But 361 texting. Just saw a video that showed where Kittle made the bobble catch. He was lined up on the line and was covered. He should have been just blocking and ineligible to touch the ball. Is that correct, Brian?
3: I was – it's funny because I thought the same thing, and then I talked to somebody at the Cowboys who went back and watched the film and said, yeah, initially we thought that, and then they said no, that it was not. They said it was real close – when you watch the end zone, and all I, I I went back, I didn't notice it until later on, and all I had was the sideline copy, and you can't tell by alignment of the sideline. But if you look at the end zone, you could tell it a little bit more. So he they, was clean. That they, they felt like initially they felt like it was off, and then or not right, and then when you go back and look at it from the end zone, they says yeah, it looks fine. Well they, they
2: drive down the field they they get the touchdown the Cowboys had three penalties on that drive I think I'll also remember that like you fixed the penalty problem but then the thing that got you last year pops up and it really enabled the 49ers to score their only touchdown of the game and after they scored that, I remember distinctly thinking, well, if that's what it takes for the Niners to score a touchdown, they ain't getting back in the end zone. <laughs> the, the George Kittle play and, and, and three penalties. Um, and I, I felt like, man, if the Cowboys could score twice here, I, I thought they would be able to win the game. And I did believe, you know, I surprised myself about halfway through the first quarter. I was like, holy hell, I think they're going to win. And I thought they were going to win for most of the second quarter right there until the DAC interception, and that is when I changed my mind. So that pick, I I think will be infamous. H- how the last three plays on offense basically went, where you couldn't do anything and had to punt. You got the ball with three minutes to go, and that might be the most damning thing about this offense and this quarterback right now. But at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three, we are looking uh, for you, you, the, you know the 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 moments of the game that will be burned into your memory. And uh, if you could go ahead and leave your name and city you're texting from, we'll make you famous right here in the G Nation. Chia, follow. What's the play for you?
4: oh man there's so many from this game i mean the the back-to-back plays of pollard gets injured and then you throw the interception just felt like holy smokes man just when we thought we were about to grab this game by the throat uh you end up having the collapse of all collapses there that was a disaster of course the final play of the game what well, is is football comedy oh, like you've never goodness. seen before it is it is it's a dark comedy for us as cowboys fans but my gosh, you couldn't have put the greatest SNL writers of all time in a room and come up with a a more comical ending, especially when you include Dalton Schultz and the brain farts. Like, my gosh, bro. You don't get out of bounds properly and then you don't catch the football. Absolutely insane. But the the where the game changed for me, you get the red zone opportunity. You finally get the moment where they bleep themselves on the muff punt. Uh, Or on the fumble on the punt. Kelvin Joseph makes the play. You're in the red zone. You don't take a single shot into the end zone. You settle for three. Disaster. And then the C.D. Lamb play. Third and five. You go deep to Lamb when you should have probably just played it. Hey, we got two plays here. We got to go for it. And then they take the delay game and punt the ball. You you completely botch the game.
2: And nobody's buying that hard count. It's so obvious. Like watching on TV. Yeah. He even he he needs to look at his as film and and realize all the tells that he's giving that he's not going to snap the ball. I think he'd be shocked how obvious it is. Well, Chuck, what sticks out to you?
5: Yeah, I I think that the third and five play, but it's specifically it's it's just seeing T Y Hilton wide open. Like I I tweeted about it at the time, you know, and, and it's an incredible play by Fred Warner to get back and run to the opposite hash to cover CD Lamb mm-hmm. and I get why Dak wants to throw to CD. You know, CD's been the guy. He's been the playmaker. Feed your dude. Uh but man, you have TY Hilton wide open basically at the snap on the opposite hash. It was with, a very easy read with
3: Warner's hips going away from him. Like he was running for, you know, he you're figuring like it, okay, it, it it might be a bang bang play there. But you got nobody covering Hilton. It might have been a touchdown. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it could have been that way. I mean, it just it, it just was such a bad read. And and the thing that bothers me the most is that was one of those things where if you throw it and let him run under it, it's it's probably going to be a it's probably going to be a reception. But you're holding, you're holding, and now you let the ball go, and you're like, and, and how many times this year have we seen down the middle of the C D Lamb something happens? Something happens. Somebody gets over, makes a play, interception, whatever. But I just wonder sometimes with some of these throws that Dak makes, that it's like, okay, I'm not sure. I've You know, i got to protect it. Do I need to throw this ball now? Do I let it go early? No, I better wait. Oh, he's not clear. You know, it's just there's so many things I think goes into Dak's mind, you know, about trying to protect the ball. And then sometimes he just recklessly lets it go. And, you know, it ends up being a – interception or
2: something yeah I, I think what's going on is for so long he he was overly conservative with the ball and that's why he only had four interceptions his rookie year and as time goes on he's being encouraged to just let it go trust your eyes and that's what's adding to the interceptions You know, so it's a learning curve now. It's a result of being coached by Jason Garrett for so long and then Kellen Moore, who was an extension of that. And so now, like six years into your career, it's actually time to get aggressive. Well, maybe you should have come into the league, and if you had been aggressive, you would have learned those things earlier on. Um, but whatever the case, it's yet to be proven if Dak can increase the aggressiveness and keep the uh, the interceptions low. And a lot of people are are talking about Dak, like Dakota from Kaufman. Not just one thing sticks out. Dak's not a starting quarterback in the league. I hear Derek Carr's looking for a new home. We can't go that far. Like Dak is a dang good regular season piling up wins and stats quarterback. That is definitely a starter. He is in the top half of the league. Uh, when it comes to qualities of a starting quarterback. The issue is, to beat good defenses, you have to be elite or have elite surroundings, and he doesn't have either. Um, if I'm the team, I would stop betting that he's going to become elite and start building a full team for him. You, know, you have Brock Purdy in the NFC title game. I'm pretty sure Dak's good enough to do it, <laughs> um, even though he's, he's far from perfect, Brian. You know,
3: Mike Bassick made a really good point today. When I was driving in, listening, he was talking about maybe, and I'll throw it out to you guys out here. Do you think it's you should build around Micah and not around Dak or around a quarterback? That you should you should just try and keep the defense, build everything you can to make the defense always as strong, like what we saw with the with the Forty Nineers last night. I think it's
5: likely I that their that. first pick is a corner at twenty six. I think there's going to be a corner back there that they like that they sure. end up taking. Yeah.
4: You got way too many holes in your offense right now, I would say. I mean, even the Niners, they've built a badass defense, but they also went out and got I mean, they have one of the best tight ends in the sport, maybe the best running back in the sport. They have the most versatile Debo Samuel guy in the sport, and uh, probably the best fullback in the sport, the best left tackle in the sport. I mean, they're not neglecting their offense. You cannot neglect your offense. And to build around a defender, Okay, you build around the defender. How likely is it that defender? Like, At least you know, unless you have a quarterback that's running all over the place, I'm building around him, and he's probably going to remain healthy. Everything about the sport right now is we want our quarterbacks to not get injured. I can't bank on a great front seven defender not getting banged up. I mean, you saw it this year with Micah, and he played, and absolutely, but I don't think you can can build around him because as soon as Micah's out, Okay, now what? And there's a likelihood. I mean, Bosa miss a bunch of game this year. Like front seven players are not guys that you can consistently over a half decade say, I'm gonna get a full season out of you.
2: Yeah, I, I I just think that you you can't choose. I I I I just think you should go free agency, draft, and then if you're still not there, you gotta be honest. Could we win it this year? And if the answer is yes, then it's trade time. Yeah, let's go get and McCaffrey. The, the at first the two months. yeah, the first two months of the season are, are trade time to, to make sure at least you have a couple of seasons per decade where you don't have such a a massive hole in in your roster. Tony Pollard's going to miss four months, roughly. That's one that's going to stick out. I I was surprised when the announcer said just a sprained ankle and ends up being a broken fibula as well. There was so much twisting going on. And I, I tell you what, as... Between the play before the game where where uh, the kicker's trying to warm up and Debo's standing there and Trent Williams comes over, and then the twisting, it's like, man, Niners fans sure gotten mad over some words that were misunderstood late middle of last week. I wonder if they hold their same player trying to twist Tony Pollard's leg into a torn ACL because that was, that was pretty gross, if you ask me. And I know the Cowboys have done it in the past. Tristan Hill like three years ago. But you got a guy by his legs, you're twisting, and then you roll up on it. The gator roll. Like if I'm Tony Pard, I got a major problem with Broski starting next season when I come back.
3: Mm. Yeah, well, I am sure there's people that are thinking that it was karma. You know, and I don't I'm not a believer. It's not how karma works. I'm not I'm not a believer in that either. But I mean to me there, you know, I, I it, hey, trust me. You know, when you when we went through all that last week and stuff like that, I mean, it you know, it is what it is right now. Football's a violent game you know yeah, guys are gonna get, get tackled guys are gonna get hurt that's the way it was
2: so, uh, salute to jaron curse uh played with a sprained mcl then he suffered a shoulder injury mid-season that's gonna require surgery uh i believe that's a torn labrum um so Jeez, freaking S-O-B, warrior man that's a that's a four-week injury that he played with uh yeah. yesterday that's, that's pretty impressive um, you have the moment pregame that went viral on Twitter that I just mentioned, Debo Samuel standing in front of the ball in between the snapper and the holder, Brian anger. So they couldn't get their kicks in. There's so much going on down there on that field. At one point, Jake McQuaid, who's on IR comes over and it looked like it could escalate because he was visibly upset. Like, Hey, what the hell's going on over here? And then he kind of gets in. It was it Debo's face or Trent's face. And Trent kind of pushes him, extends the arm. And I was like, Oh, is it going to go down? And it didn't go down. Uh, But McQuaid saying post game, Debo thought it would be a good idea to just stand right behind our ball wherever we moved it. It turned into a little bit of an issue. We were just trying to figure out what he was doing, what the merit of it was. His reason didn't seem very sound to us. You know, for a kicker who's going through a mental crisis, you know, that seems really insensitive to his mental health. And uh, I believe that's bullying. As well, I think you're bullying the special teams group, aren't you? That's exactly what that was.
4: Oh, 100. percent Yeah, that's the guy that gets picked on, anyways. I mean, they were probably just messing with Robbie Gold in their own locker room. And they're like, <laughs> "Well, we should just let's go on the field they and get their don't around. they have a kicker too? Yeah, let's go get their guy. I mean, that's they just kind of the Velcro way of the world suit with him and they're throwing uh, him up,
5: seeing if he sticks.
4: You know, uh, the other thing that bugged me was Kyle Shanahan doing everything possible to botch the uh, the end of half after Dak throws the pick, yeah. and then they like they let, just let time go yeah, urinated with- 40 seconds uh, for no reason. Bertie pretty
5: almost let the clock run out and i Purdy,
4: was like please god yes!" and it's all because they allowed juan jennings with yeah. uh to go like 20 yards or something like shanahan did everything in his power to go in that thing dak was like i don't want to score points and Shanahan was like i don't either and juan jennings was <laughs> like well
3: too bad. bad we're we'll, getting it Pull my beer kind of a thing yeah, yeah.
2: other moments from the game worth that discussing nice. that was that was funny uh the personal foul on deron bland i didn't think that was justified
4: it was before the whistle His back's to the sideline. The player's inbounds. It was in real time. I was like, "Ooh, come on, come on!" And then I saw the replay, and I was like, ah, "He was
5: definitely out of bounds." I get. It.
4: I mean, yeah. I'm I, with think, I think I like, think it
3: got evened up. Zeke ran out and got yes. whacked yeah, too. He did. So I mean, it,
5: it did, sure get did. It. They, they called did. it both ways, and that's all I care about. But
3: I loved it, man. I want. I
4: wanted that physical tone setter. I'm like, sure, take the 15 yard. D- Deron Bland isn't coming to play right the, now. The he's coming. To, he's coming to dominate you, and he has to do that to make up for the guy on the other side of the field who wants nothing to do with contact. <laughs> Deron, I blame Trayvon Diggs for that penalty. <laughs> Deron Bland's like, I have to do. The I'm the I have to do it this guy over here is not going to do anything.
2: Since you brought that up, are are, are we blaming uh, Brett Maher for uh, Tony Pollard getting his leg broken?
4: Oh, if, why? if Brett, Brett Maher's so fine, said... they
2: kicked that field goal.
4: Uh, no, I'm,
2: I'm not going to go. play no. later. Tony Pollard. No. Le- I liked. His leg. I
5: liked playing for the touchdown. Yeah, I was okay with that. But okay, it I was... just, wanted, just wanted a ruling. Yeah, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, <laughs> I, like, I like the question. the call they missed
3: was the defensive holding. They had one. They had one on Martin with the defensive lineman. And oh, then missed, they called it on Hankins. And then they called it on Hankins. Freaking bleep breaths. So if you're going to, you know, that that's one you, you kind of like, okay, you wait. We know a
5: in that divisional round, we're not going to get the benefit of any of these bleeping calls. Oh, you said that yesterday. You yep, didn't say ever. That. Yeah, ever. Bryce Butler in the huddle against Green Bay. Still not letting that one go.
2: All righty, G Bag Nation. Uh, it is time now for Woolchuck's top 10 at 420. And where are we going with that, sir?
5: It's National Pie Day. Maybe what? That'll warm us up, make us feel a little bit better. Did we do that last week? No, uh, there might be a various type of pie that it was a day of, but Uh, it's National Pie Day. I've got a different top 10 pie list, Brian, so don't you dare rain on my parade. Don't poop on his pie. Try and make me feel a little bit better, Brian. Poop pie. What's your favorite pie? It better not be poop pie. I got the top 10 pies and some audio for you next on the...
6: Selling a little or a lot.
1: well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Welcome back. It is the G Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Segment's brought to you by the Frankels. Yeah, if you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault, call the Frankles, 214-333-3333. Go online at truckwreck.com. Here he is, the woolly bully himself, Zach Wolchuk.
5: Thank you very much. General, I appreciate it. National Pie Day. Go get yourself a nice, delicious, warm slice of whatever your favorite pie is. Happens to be a personal favorite of mine. I'm not participating this year. It's the first year I haven't participated. And National Pie Day? Yeah.
4: Uh, I'm eating never for had two. one thrown
5: in your face? Yeah, I have. I know that's probably not hard for you to believe. Yeah.
4: It goes to baby dolls every
5: month, brother. Have I had one thrown in my face before, Brian? Are you kidding me? Did you really just ask me that? Come on. Uh, I was, I was hoping I, of
3: every month, dog. I was hoping I was going to get that answer, yeah. Get on
5: that soda. That's how that goes, right? No, but yeah, I have had the uh, the pie to the face as well.
3: Hmm. And nice. it's actually not that bad. Was it as a joke thing or did someone, yeah, no, it wasn't someone like, slam your face <laughs>
5: down in the pie? <laughs> it wasn't as in... Uh, Oh, you know, just oh, as a look disrespectful down, yeah. thing Like was, you. Yeah, push your your sister's face in the poo. That was mean of me to do. Yeah. And I love her for it. I hope she's recovering from her foot surgery. Uh, but I do have some audio I want to play for you. Texting your favorite pie, 877 881 105 as well. I know what a lot of the twelve O's are. I can't say it, but
3: three point one four Those
5: bleed seeds represent. I know what you guys are going for. Uh Joe Burrow had a fantastic post-game interview with Tracy Wolfson. Uh, if it had been the Bills that moved on, we know Buffalo and Kansas City was going to be a neutral site playoff game in Atlanta. In Atlanta. It'll, the NFL had already sold over 50,000 seats for this game. Tickets, I should say, for this game. So Tracy Wolfson asking Joe Burrow post-game interview. Burrow, the man of the one-liners. And here's Joe and Tracy post-game after the Bengals win. Joe!
6: The job is not done, but what a performance from start to finish. What can you say about your offense, your defense, that offensive line that everyone talked about coming in banged up? How did you get it done tonight?
2: Man, complete game from everybody offense, defense, special teams, domination from start to finish. That's what we expected. Job's not finished. We got another big one next week on the road excited for it.
6: We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this?
2: You better send those refunds.
6: (laughs) And then finally you're off now. Another road trip this time to Kansas City, a rematch of last year's AFC championship. Your early thoughts on that one? It's going to be a fun
2: one. You know, the two of the top guys in the league, two of the top teams in the league. Great defenses, great overall teams, great coaches. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Excited to play in it. We'll
6: see you there. Good
5: luck. Better send those refunds. Oh, yep. I can't wait. Mahomes in Burrow. Mahomes, by the way, said he's playing. There's no doubt about that. Had the high ankle sprain. Came back into the game. So, we'll, we'll get both quarterbacks. Hopefully, Mahomes is all right. Some Tech fans were calling him the rubber man. On uh, Twitter, I guess maybe he had some ankle issues while playing at Texas Tech as well. Hmm. So he could be accustomed to this thing. To what he does? Yeah. just got the Kobe back. ankles. Bounces back from the Six sink. weeks for anybody else. He'll be good to go, Six man. minutes for me. No issue. Uh, so I love you, Joe Burrow. Dude, man, there is no one cooler than Joe Burrow. Dude, he's the man. And his, the swagger that he has, the game day attire. The pregame,
4: when I saw before the game the slow-mo video of him in warm-ups throwing the ball deep down the sideline. Spinning, line, spin it, like closing his eyes. It's like Steph Curry jacking up the three, mm. and then he just turns around and walks back like without watching it go in because he already knows. It was a slow-mo burrow video of that. He throws it deep, and then he just kind of spins around. I was like, oh, yeah. Bengals, Bengals, they got this one. That was the Bengals easiest by cover. Yeah, Bengals by 100 <laughs> kind of thing. But the bet of the Bengals as five-and-a-half-point dogs was the no-brainer of, of the century. I oh, say. absolutely.
5: And uh, shout-out to our buddy Derek Holland. He, he got some big money on that. I think he had a $200 bet with yeah, he did. on that sucker. I
4: had a huge $5 bet with Baski on it.
5: There you go. All in. All right, let's go to CTV News uh, <laughs> and our friends up north. You retiring?
4: In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to hang them up, man. <laughs>
5: Got those kids college diapers. <laughs> Go to our friends in Canada where they apparently are enforcing new health laws when it comes to beer consumption. And they caught up with a gentleman outside of a store who wow. had just uh, purchased himself six tall boys of Bushlight Light and Bud Light. And, uh, well, this interview was conducted about the new drinking guidelines, and it doesn't seem like he had much aware of this. And, well, take it away, newsman.
0: What did you buy today? I bought uh, six Bush Light, six Bud Light, and I love them. Tall Boys. Tall Boys? Uh, how much would you drink a day? Well, what day? A regular day, I don't know, maybe a couple of beers, depends. Weekends, maybe, you know, five beer. Oh, two tall drinks tall. a week. What do you think of that? Well, that's just not uh, feasible, not in this country. Well, come on, man, two drinks a week, what's that gonna do for you? I mean, that doesn't even get you through a day. A reasonable <laughs> amount, if you're. I mean, if you're at home, just be able to have like uh, four beer. Four beer. That's just uh, that ain't that's just two more. I mean, I'll have six, but four is a fair number. But there shouldn't even be guidelines anyway. Why are you going to tell me how much I can drink at home? Well, I guess the idea is, would you be concerned that you're at a higher health risk if you're drinking too? No. <laughs> that's that. The main point here is, why are they <laughs> telling me what I can drink at home? What can I have? Uh, two liters of pop? Can I have two liters of pop? Well. What's more healthy, four beers or two liters of Coca-Cola? Do the math. So I'm guessing that this information, Do the, the new guidelines, isn't going to change your life. It's heartbreaking, and I can't even believe it. Rock and roll! Yeah. You can't handle the tooth. <laughs>
4: That's incredible, bro. Do the math. That is a uh... That's a that's a great one right there. It's like it's like a look it up like I just throw look it up at you and now the con, like the argument ends. It's like okay, like now I you've just given me
5: homework. And the teeth uh very british looking oh. where he's got mm. You know, needs, Some, needs he's British Canadian work. little workish. Yeah, that's why he says you can't handle the tooth at the end. But this this guy's interview has gone viral. He is now, I think, becoming somewhat famous in Canada, as he should. And uh, he's essentially he's the spokesman saying,
3: for the. Uh... <laughs> he Keep is. your laws off yeah. my beer. Yeah, yeah. he's like yeah.
5: bleep you and your new health laws. How yeah. dare you say we should only have two drinks a week? You can you can go bleep yourself. He's
3: a spokesman for the bats. <laughs> Did Absolutely. anybody else
2: catch where he was like, yeah, you know, on a normal day I'll have like two and. And then 20 seconds later, it's like, well, two won't even get you through a yeah, single day. Exactly, yeah. He's trying to just
3: brain yeah. it Th- in Let's here.
2: just be honest. Okay, that, that's a 12 beer a day guy. You know, both both those six packs were for that
5: afternoon Absolutely, so evening. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. He was going to pound all of those as soon as he got home. All right, let's slide right into the top 10, shall we? Best pie flavors on National Pie Day. Now, this is all going to be sweet pies because last time I did one of these, uh, I included savories. Although I do love me some chicken pot pies. We just talked about some seafood pies.
4: Yeah, bro. We just—I think we just came up with the idea of like a crawfish bro, pot, pop, uh, crawfish pot pie, or like a that? like yep. a Cajun pot what pie. We did I, did I don't know where I was going at a first, crawfish but, pot pie. Yeah, crawfish pot pie is what you want, pie, <laughs> or um, or just like a general like Cajun <laughs> pot pie. Do you hear my question? I'm sorry. No. What was the question? Do you want pot? Uh, pot pie, and
5: you're getting real <laughs> reckless over there,
4: Brian. Yeah. Uh, but sure, if a you're pot of what, it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny a gift, Bradus. I'll
5: help you out. You're Thank still you. going with the crawfish, right? That's usually I love. Yeah. What about a dessert pie, though? Can I get a dessert pie answer from you? Oh, I was uh, the key lime pie. The key lime. Yeah. And you don't like. Gavin the dessert hates pies. the key lime pie. No, it's your mom's sugar pie. A sugar cream pie. Yes, the Hoosier pie. But if it's not your mom's, let's say you're going to a grocery store, like Abby, fiance wife, they're like. Honey, we really, really <laughs> want you to bring home a store-bought pie tonight. It's National Pie Day. We heard Wooly Bully talking about it. You got to bring home something. What are you getting? I
2: think I want. I, I think I want the uh, the, the chocolate pie. That's kind of like pudding in there. Ooh, the chocolate cream. Yeah, with a layer of, of whipped cream on the top. That's my guy.
3: Yeah, that's what I, I love that with. too. It's
5: delicious. Yeah,
3: with the chocolate like chips, like the kind of chips. You know, you can cut sprinkles. up sprinkles. Sprinkles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're getting some love for the moon pie. Oh, Which dude! Moon pies I are consider, sick, bro. The moon pies are good. And is the that oak- the round thing that's kind of rubbery? Yes, mm-hmm. kind of marshmallow. Marshmallow, right? yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: Moon pies mm-hmm. are badass. And I did get a lot of uh, feedback on Twitter. The oatmeal cream pie, like the Little Debbie snacks.
4: Yes. Okay. Another really really delicious pie that you can get, uh, basically in bulk. Yes. You can have
5: one of those every day. Every day. Yeah. I think isn't that Nick Saban's favorite? It hey, is. He's an oatmeal cream pie guy. It is. Yeah. Yes, he has two. Uh, He's got to hide him. My wife's got to hide him from yeah, him. Yeah, he has him in his desk. And just I think he goes fat. with the uh, the extra large kind. You know, you can oh, get yeah. the
4: normal you yeah. can get the normal
5: size or Don't you, can get tell the, me that. you can get the jumbo package. That's not gonna be good. I'm gonna have, regain everything that I lost on soda. Shout out to Soda, by the way. They were very sweet to me over the weekend. Um How'd you how'd you how were the way ins? You know, the way in was okay. No, nothing bad happened, but I'm just I'm just mentally like I'm trying to get to this finish line here. That final twenty—that's the hardest. And Gosh, did I want to cheat bad on Saturday? I'm not gonna lie. Everything looked amazing. Yeah. Every fast food place I drove by, I was like, "Gosh, I could kill a." You're doing Great, I, man. I felt Keep bad. It going, yeah. Goodness, I, we were I, doing I, Mesquite I Outlaws soccer. I mac. was just
4: mowing through fries and cheeseburgers,
5: and I, f- I felt bad for a while. Gosh, here. I'd love to get those nachos, Eric. I know
4: those.
0: Yeah, nachos Yeah, it was a Supreme bad day for me mentally. Board. I
5: was like doing everything I could not to cheat. Uh, Lucius, where are we going?
0: Hey, what's up, boys? How you doing? Hey, hey, Lucius, uh, pecan pie. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, absolutely, uh, sweet potato pie, good mm. pie. Bean pie, bean pie, my brother, yeah. and uh, Jamaican beef patties, which is a pie. I know you just say you didn't want like sweet oh, that's, pies, that's, but that's,
5: the list will just be sweet. But I'm down for you to give me the. Yeah, now, good. this mm-hmm. is going to be a stupid question, Lucius. When you say bean pie, I've never had bean pie. I'm assuming there are beans in
0: it. Uh, it says like a sweet potato pie. Okay, yeah, it's
4: real sweet. It's real good. They, they use actual beans though, and like, then they sweeten the hell out of them. I okay. think so. That yeah. sounds
5: delicious. Brown sugar it up, yeah. Hell oh, yes. Uh, okay, so the honorable mention on the top 10 is coconut cream pie. So I'm surprised it didn't make the top 10, because I know that's a big favorite.
3: And Gavin just threw up in his mouth. Because the
0: coconut. coconut. I
6: thought you liked now No, coconut.
0: coconut's
2: the one, one thing I can do. Yeah, is that thought, a fruit? Oh, wait. Is that a fruit? No, coconut's yeah. not a fruit. Is yeah, it fruit. It is technically. technically? It grows
5: on
3: yeah. a tree. Yeah. Oh, it does grow on a oh, tree. I thought you were, because always talk about the mounds, like the Almond Joy, yeah, and you're like, oh, man, that's horrible candy. Ugh. Well, yeah, yeah, it
2: is. I, I know, but for some reason, I do like the coconut cream pie. It's a good pie. Whoa, okay. Yeah. All
3: right. Number
5: 10 is the strawberry rhubarb pie.
3: Can't,
4: Not familiar. I don't know what a
5: rhubarb is. Rhubarb?
3: It's a, it's a fruit, yeah. I it's think fruity? I that right. It's pebbles? Yeah. Just a
5: strawberry fruit pie, basically. Yeah. Basically. Number nine is the sweet potato pie. There you go.
4: Yep. Wow, there's a lot of just straight-up strawberries inside this pie. A lot of strawberries. That strawberry rhubarb is just basically, yeah. here's some crust, and then we're going to wedge a bunch of strawberries in it.
5: Ooh, we're getting love for Norma's chocolate meringue pie.
2: Hello. Yeah. Yes. Anything th- at Norma's. What's
4: Norma's a- is delicious. And what makes a meringue pie a meringue pie? Like, what, what's What's the meringue?
5: The fluffy stuff
4: it's, sitting on the top. It's, yeah,
3: it's 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 eggs that are beaten. Uh, you know, the egg whites okay. that are beaten. That's it kind of like a whipped cream
5: almost consistency. It's right? like a foam. It's foam. It's a it's foam. Weird. That's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, you, you
3: take egg whites and you. Okay. Right. Why do I know more about this than like football? You know, because you watch, sport. you watch all the YouTube cooking shows. Yeah. yeah if you're I, should be also, on a, I should be on a cooking show. Yeah. If you're not watching I'm wasting film, my time no, with dude, you
5: guys. Did you all see in the
4: commercials uh, last night the, the new Gordon Rand Next Level Chef. Oh, Next Next Level oh no, Chef. no. That's that's intense. Dude, hell yeah. That really takes it yeah. up a notch. Yeah, it does.
5: Uh, number eight, we've got the peanut butter pie.
4: Yeah. I'm, I'm Like peanut butter and chocolate. Like, can, can we do, no, like, just, a Reese's pie of sorts? The, just peanut, peanut butter. butter. Just That's straight it. peanut butter. And a, I'm, I'm
5: cool with that, too.
4: I'm that 100% cool
5: with that. What about these buttermilk pies? A lot of buttermilk pie I love coming Ooh, out. I'm into the bread. buttermilk. Yeah. Number seven is the key lime. There
3: you go, Brian. Yay. I'm a fan.
5: Number six is blueberry pie. Blueberries. Man, i
3: tell you, you can tell when you've eaten that. I love blueberries. Your teeth are it's just, yeah.
5: yeah, it's crazy. Look like you've been drinking
4: wine all night. Mm-hmm.
2: Pretty bad. Blueberry Ch- donuts, dude. Hi, blueberries are yes. no, that's bad your to the fave.
4: bone, bro. Bad to the bone. or No, bad to the bone, like good bad. Oh. Yeah, good bad. Uh, blueberries.
5: Blueberries, oh. Number five is the chocolate cream pie. Fire. Even like a blueberry muffin, bro. Yep. Yeah, blueberry going, bagel, dude. Blueberry, blueberry bagel. bagel. Hello. Blueberries all around. Number four, we got the pecan pie.
0: hmm hmm mm-hmm.
5: Number three is the punk pie. The pumpkin. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a November pie. It's one out of 12 months. You know, you're right about that.
4: We're not doing it. Like, we're doing pecan pie relatively it's year the only time round. people eat it,
5: probably. I do only have pumpkin. it for Thanksgiving, and it is my favorite. But I don't have it any other time of the year. Yeah. Number two is the cherry pie.
4: Ah, Not for me. Not a cherry guy. Really? No. Yeah.
5: I figured you would like the cherry. Not a Can cherry guy. Can you tie guy. the stem I can't. with your tongue? Can anybody I, I, on this
4: show do
2: that? I like the McDonald's ones. You know, that's oh, the like, fried like a, pie. a fake cherry, you know, a oh, lot of the cherry goo. That up. Yeah.
4: How about like the the apple pie from McDonald's, oh, yeah. the lemon Hello. pie from
5: Whataburger? The
4: lemon pie from Whataburger. I got going, one of those dude. free yes. one night
3: because their service was so slow. Like, here, we'll give you a free pie. I'm like, ah, okay, thanks. And I tried to eat in the car. It was 1,800 degrees. Mm-hmm. I almost crashed my car. Did you burn yourself? Oh, my god! You gosh. bite it, and you're... Oh, God. The roof of my mouth was just gone yeah. for hours. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worth it.
5: Numero uno. The best pie flavor on National Pie Day. Oreo. Apple. Ah, there
6: Man, it is. My yeah, you're the right. The
5: undisputed
2: champion. <laughs> Thank you, old Chuck. My pleasure, guys. The top 10 at 420 every afternoon here on 105.3 The Fan. Okay. Some uh, Cowboys content coming up here around the corner. Brian, we have a bet payoff idea. And Brian was, oh. he, he picked the Cowboys to win. They came up short. How about this one? Call Zach's mom. <laughs> flirt with her for at least five minutes. Friday
4: at 220. And she can't know about it, right? Yeah, she can't know just, about it. She's just going to take a random phone call, and here comes old Papa Browdus. I like that, man. laid it on thick.
3: Man, I don't know about that. Don't know about that. Okay. Okay. Just something to consider. <laughs> Want to <laughs> throw it out Look, there? My, I, Walter, I, I, how do you feel about that? I mean,
4: my
5: mom's a <laughs>
2: team player.
3: You're not I, you know, I, I think I would chicken, talk, are you? I, I think I am. Oh, I think I would talk to your mom about food. Like I'd flirt with like, ma'am, that was the best. <laughs> that sandwich you made. My gosh. This is not my mom. Remember, this is Walchuck's mom. Oh, whose mom? I thought it was Bull your Chuck's. mom. I mean, if oh. you prefer Chiafalo's mom. Oh, I thought I was talking to your Listen, mom. Man. yeah. You, you can talk to
5: my mom, too. <laughs> to I have no problem mom. with oh, you. My mom's mom. got the South African accent, though. That might win. you. Oh, ever. I love the Ooh, accent.
2: That would sound Ooh, good yeah. on the radio. Ooh, it, it would. It yeah.
3: make me feel, yeah. Formula One feeling, yeah. All right, well, think Bull about Chuck's that. Mom,
2: is it? We, no. we need an answer here. Stay tuned. And if, yeah. you, if you have some good bet payoff suggestions, the truckregs.com fan text is still open on this. As I try to appeal to Broaddus' inner Marty McFly there, calling him chicken. Anybody... Yeah. apparently he doesn't mind that no, nearly, mind nearly it. as much good. okay me uh,
3: and me and me and Diggs are all good with it man don't worry about it
2: <laughs> what are we hearing about uh the coaches and what the cowboys are hoping to get done this week and we'll jump into some cowboys twitter top tweets going viral next to the nation well thank you lucius it is the Back nation here on 105.3 the fan bet payoff ideas coming in has to broil crawfish for the group but can't partake at all must also serve as the group's waiter. He would love that, okay? Yeah. In another life, like, Broadus would be a butler. This guy's like... You're not lying. He wants to be Mr. Belvedere over here. Hello, sir. I've, yeah. Welcome back from work. Can I take your keys? Here's a glass of wine and your smoking pipe. What's going on with this, Brian? What's your fascination with wanting to serve other people? He's a servant,
3: you know, servant leadership. It's, it's Seriously, I had to do it all over again. I mean, way back when, like, when I was 27 years old, and I was like, you know, I got in the NFL doing that. Maybe if, if I'd have gone to culinary school. But I seriously thought about, I thought how cool it would be to be, like, a butler. I, I honestly like to be able to, like. It to would be tr- cool to be in somebody's killer house. Yeah, it's, but, like, yeah. like, but to manage the staff. Okay. And to, like, organize and to make sure that everything is yeah. where yeah. it mm-hmm. needs to be.
2: Home, home economic I, it, type stuff it
3: was it's weird because here's what, I, 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 yeah well it is it's hospitality you know thinking about that going to school and then you go to like school at unlv yeah. you go to hospitality university of houston has a really great hospitality department i think it has something to do with my family being in the restaurant business
4: oh,
2: yeah.
3: for all those years and so i was
2: always but like, you also take a personal joy out of taking care of people
3: i i gotta take care of my guys yeah i do
4: Right, I do. Yeah. Well, Dawson's got vanilla wafers today. Look at this. That's because Broadus is a hell of a teammate, <laughs> and he, bro- f- he found the jackpot of of wafers. Are though those the top dogs? I've
2: been on the hunt for the best ones, and and the Vortmans, the Vortmans. These look Swedish or something.
4: They dang near dissolve in your mouth. Don't they, they do. They're, yeah, they're, they're they're exceptional. That's special.
2: Okay, so keep your bet payoff ideas coming. That's Big so Mac great. diet for the for the fourteen days. This is a Big Mac for breakfast, a Big Mac for lunch, and two Big Macs for dinner, Brian. Dude, that's not doctor recommended. No,
3: I've got to go to my like cardiologist in the morning. Like tomorrow? My heart we'll start it
2: tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> after,
3: he, after he says, yeah. well, Brian, uh, if you go on this McDonald's diet, you might die. You know, I, I don't know. But yeah, we'll,
4: yeah.
2: we'll see. Check with him.
3: We'll check with him first. Yeah. Make sure I'm okay. Hey, I did want to get into some Cowboys
2: Twitter with you guys, though. And you might have noticed no Stephen Jones on with KNC today. Jerry Jones will not be on with Sean and RJ tomorrow. We haven't had a, a Mike McCarthy a Cowboys Monday press conference. And we're kind of wondering is there anything to make of this Brian and I'm wondering from yeah. your experience working in in NFL front offices what could this mean
3: well I'll tell you what no it's uh you know today is that the day we have the exit physicals and the the meetings with the coaches and stuff like that kind of you know pack up all your belongings there's some guys that aren't going to be here anymore and you know move on you know it's the green trash bag day where they don't give you a really nice bag they give you a trash bag and you kind of put everything in it and you just head on your way but the fact that these guys aren't involved with some with you know with their you know their what they've been doing with the radio station Mm -hmm. all year long I don't know my my experience from this is they might be in a mode right now where it's like listen we need to get some of these off-season coaching decisions taken care of now and I mean now as far as bringing guys in and interviewing and and kind of having a plan for that you know, they've got to be
2: on the ball in case somebody gets yeah, hired away. Exactly.
3: Or, that there's there's too many there's too many teams out there that are looking for head coaches, and it's not so much of the of the head coach that you're worried about. It's the assistants. Yeah. So if you're if you don't have a lot of guys under if you have guys that are not under contract and you're wanting to replace, you don't want to just sit there and remember what we went through with Jason Garrett. and He wouldn't leave his office. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't leave his. You know he's like he stayed there an extra week. You know, knowing he's not going to be the head coach anymore.
2: And the Cowboys might not have liked who they had to pick over after they they drug their feet through this. So,
3: yeah, if all of a sudden, like, Dan Quinn decides he gets an opportunity to leave, and then he wants to take with him, say, Brian Schottenheimer as the OC, then but Brian Schottenheimer, you've been paying him, learning about him all year. You know, maybe Mike McCarthy wants to keep Brian Schottenheimer as the OC because he's going to move on from Kellen Moore. So you, you just can't sit around and like, oh, let's go on vacation and, and hope for the best that we're gonna get. No, you do not that that's that they're they're most likely in my experience, most likely in right now talking to guys about replacing certain coaches and not losing ones to other teams that are looking for coaches.
2: And a fifteen or twenty minute radio interview. Wouldn't kill anything, but you want to be available to take a call at any time. You want, uh, yeah. yeah. It
3: might be a situation where they're now talking about they're having these staff meetings about you know where which direction they're going.
2: Oh yeah, and they might be having meetings all day too. Meeting all day hmm.
3: today, like yeah, you you know, Mike is saying goodbye to the players. The coaches are saying goodbye to the players, but then Mike is going to go into the Joneses with him and Will. And by the way, Will McClay is on with uh, Brad Sham tonight Great on our points. station. Yeah. Seven so, o'clock. Yeah, keep an eye on that. But, to, or an ear on that as well. The, the, the thing about it is, yeah, you've you, you got to, there's got to be these formulations of plans. And they don't, There's there might be some coaches, they absolutely do not want to lose that are out there right now interviewing for jobs. And so you have to be available and ready to go when those meetings start that, hey, we're going to go out and get this guy and replace him with this guy. And that guy and, and get it going.
4: Well, I, I, my main thing was not even just the time that it takes, but also just I, like if I'm Jerry, I know I'm going to get on the horn and, and Sean and RJ and Bob are going to ask me questions about the future of these guys about the and coaches, Yeah, I want to know where we're at on some of these things. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I've told Kellen Moore he's not coming back before I answered on the radio, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, elsewhere here in Cowboys Twitter, Bobby Belt on Michael Gallup had more games with zero yards than he had 50-yard games. Jeez. This is tough, you know, and I bet the Cowboys regret bringing him back because if you're going to go $14 million bucks a year, you don't want to just have a year where it's a nothing, it's a recovery year. But now that you have him, do you think he'll be back to the old Michael Gallup next season? Is this just one of those deals where it, it's going to take a little bit longer to, to come back from a catastrophic ligament? It's got to be the
5: hope. I mean, that. It- the year, two years removed from the injury that you start to get the guy that you paid, right? I mean, seven games this year, he was held to 25 yards or less. So before I'm just going to say like, this was a terrible signing. Michael Gallup was not worth this money. I think we do need to wait and see how he looks next year because everybody does come back from that injury differently, There's a different timetable for all that, especially at the receiver position, but he was a shell of himself this year. He did not look like the same player. I've never been one. Eric is the same. We've never thought that MG was a number one guy. I know that there was a lot of Cowboy fans that were like, you can't trade this guy. He's a 1A. I've always thought he was a very good wide receiver, too. But this year, he wasn't wasn't even a 2. Can he get back to being a really good wide receiver, too, next year? That's going to be the big question.
3: Well, I think you're at that point right now with Zeke, though, right? I mean, you're, I mean, the, the point of moving on. Yeah, yeah you're are, there yeah, with so Zeke. Yeah. yeah, So, like Michael Gallup, yeah, you give him the, you, uh, like, okay, you're you're paying these offensive guys a lot of money. You're paying Zeke a lot of money. You're paying Michael Gallup. You're ready to move on from Zeke, you know, from what you've seen this year, and Michael Gallup. You're willing to give him the 23 season to. to, to well, to hopefully, make yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a weapon,
2: contract. and he's a guy that Dak trusts. You know, I, I, I hope this wasn't the Cowboys being soft, you know, and being nice and feeling bad for a guy that got hurt because, you know, you, you don't want to give a guy a big contract because you felt like he earned it. You got to you gotta give him the contract because of what you think he's going to do. And to give a guy coming off a torn ACL market value, you know, that's because he's Dak's friend. Why? You know, why, why did we do that last year? And, and I think, you know, instead of Michael Gallup, you bring back Cedric Wilson for half the money oh, yeah. without a torn ACL.
5: No,
4: I don't Are disagree you, with that. Am I talking crazy? No, no, you're not talking crazy at all. I, I think they probably were projecting, hey, we see ACL injuries these days and these guys come back and they didn't think that Michael Gallup, but Michael Gallup's the guy who didn't want to play when they felt like he could have played, remember? I mean, mm-hmm. it all started like he's he clearly took this injury in a way that not most guys do these days. Uh, and and so that was something that they weren't expecting. But if you're Tony Pollard, you should feel great right now. Love because this. if you're because you see Dak gets the catastrophic injury, boom! Now we're going to go ahead and pay him. Michael Gallup, absolutely just got injured, bro. Let's go ahead and dial it up. Tony Pollard, you're next. Hey, market setting cash coming for TP. I guess that's a good point. John Machota,
2: Dak called his number of interceptions this season ridiculous. Quote, I promise the number will never be this high again. So sounds like he's got an offseason project. Mike Bassett, Cowboys defense gets an A. Dak Prescott gets an F. Dak is good, but he isn't good enough, said Mikey B. Uh, how about uh, Noah Bullard, NBC Five? Thank you to everyone that's reached out regarding the Mike McCarthy incident. I can see how the photo appeared like he pushed me, but it was more of a hand to the lens. I DM'd. Uh, no, I did meet with Coach McCarthy privately in his office, and he did apologize. If you saw that video where it looked like Mike McCarthy was pushing a cameraman down, the cameraman himself has taken a Twitter and, and said that it not happened.
4: He did the mush. He did. He the, did. He, he did, did a mush to the face. That's what uh, it looked like, but it wasn't the face. It was the face of the camera. But Noah Bullard is a is a beast, and we chopped it up with him quite a bit at the Jerry party in Oxnard. Great dude
2: a Terrific guy. Really okay. Good guy. When we come back, G Bag Nation, it's time for the five o'clock hour of the show. How bad was the quarterback? Uh, is this a deal breaker for you? We want to hear from you on the truckwreck.com fan text. Did you decide to not be as much of a dax supporter yesterday? Was it a straw that broke a camel's back? At least one of the members of this uh, air staff did. And we'll tell you about that coming up next year in the G Bag Nation.